You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello and welcome back to Radical Disruption. Today's episode is all about growing your email list. And if you do not have a goal this year to grow your email list, make it a goal. I am setting that goal for you. It is so important. And anytime I talk about email marketing, I always get the question or questions of, does email marketing actually work? I don't read my emails. Do people actually read emails? Yes, 100%. Having an email list, building an email list, it is one of the most important things that you can do for your business. I personally think that my email list, an email list in any business, in my opinion, is one of the most important assets that you can have as a business owner. So it is so important. I highly recommend spending time each month and also spending time as you build out like your marketing strategy in your business to spend time on email marketing. Okay, all that being said, what I'm about to share inside of this episode is all about linking to a lead magnet and sharing a lead magnet, not just linking to a opt-in form that says, hi, sign up for my newsletter. That's boring. People do not want to just sign up for your newsletter having no idea the value that you provide. I mean, maybe one or two people do, but majority of people are not just going to sign up for your email list because you said, hi, join my email list. Here's, you know, I send out newsletters. It's like, okay, but what do you do for me? Okay. So you need to have a lead magnet. So there's a pre-step to implementing all the things that I'm about to share, which is having a great lead magnet. Now, what are best performing lead magnets in my experience and in my client's experience and also through my research on email marketing, unique PDFs. I'm not talking the boring generic PDFs that um, we shared like five years ago in the online space. No, those are out. These need to be unique if people are going to be downloading them. Challenges, private podcast episodes. I personally have never done a private podcast episode. And why I say private is because in order for someone to get access to listen to the podcast episodes, they would have to opt in and then they're going to get a specific link and these podcast episodes are hidden. So it's not like you just go into Apple or you go into Spotify and like you can find the podcast episode there. No, these are like hidden. I don't personally know how to execute this. I would assume Google probably is your best asset on that one. (laughs) So do a little Google search, private podcast episodes. I'm sure that there's some sort of platform tools that you can use. Um, I actually think that Apple maybe just launched a subscription too where people have to pay, but obviously that's not a freebie. This is just a side tangent. Another way that you could make money if you're like, hey, I really like podcasting or I like, I'm really good at talking um, and teaching in talking language. (laughs) I'm really good at teaching through speaking. Then maybe that could be something that you could implement into your business is like a paid podcast. Anyways, that was a side tangent. Obviously, that's not a freebie, but if you're wanting to get into a private podcast for a lead magnet, do a little Google search there. Okay, other best performing lead magnets, masterclasses, and quizzes. But the key here with the lead magnet is to just simply do something that's enticing for your audience. And it might take a few times of trying out some different lead magnets to see what is most interesting to your audience. I personally recommend having multiple lead magnets just because everyone is going to like a different content format. Like not everyone's going to want to download a PDF. Not everyone's going to want to join a challenge, but some some people want to join masterclasses. Like 
everyone's going to be interested in, in consuming the value that you're going to provide in different ways. And so I personally like diversifying the different types of lead magnets that I have. Is that to say that you need to have all of the lead magnets that I just listed, a quiz, a PDF, a challenge, a podcast, and masterclasses? No, absolutely not. I would say shoot for two to three different types um, and see what ones perform best. So all that being said, though, throughout this episode, I'm going to say freebie and lead magnet. They mean the same thing. I use those terms interchangeably. So if I say freebie, it also means lead magnet. If I say lead magnet, it also means freebie. Those terms are also thrown around interchangeably a lot inside of the industry in general. All right, now for the meat of this episode, the tactics and strategies to 10x your email list. Now, what I will say here in terms of implementing these different things, some of these things are going to take up a little bit more time than other things. How I personally would recommend implementing this is, so there's eight things I'm going to share with you. I would choose one month um, out of the year to implement each of these different eight things. Obviously, there's 12 months in the year, but this is launching in February, so we already missed January, but that's how I would go about implementing this is just choose one of these things per month, and then you give yourself a little bit of buffer room because some of these might take more than one month to actually implement or like be a part of because some of the like the timeframes of these aren't actually like in your control, which will make more sense as I go through sharing what these different things are. But that's what I would do. And I think that that's really a great thing to implement because it'll give you a very specific thing to focus on in terms of email marketing each month. And it's very tactical, very tangible. You're going to see results from this if you do actually implement these things. So all that being said, that's how I would implement it. But you do you. All right, number one, do a lead magnet swap. Find someone in an adjacent niche to yours and promote each other's freebies on your email list. So this isn't you even being like a feature in like, you're not necessarily writing the email for this other person. No, they're writing the email and they're just simply featuring your freebie inside of their email list. Now, an adjacent niche is someone who's not in direct competition with you. They are someone who would have a similar ideal audience though. So if you're a fitness coach, maybe you pair up with someone who creates like healthy meals or something along those lines. Like that would be an adjacent niche. Now, this is an example of doing something one-to-one. So you could do an exchange where you promote their freebie, they promote your freebie. Or if you want to get really crazy here, um, and I think that this would be super fun, <laughs> get like five people together and do a freebie fest where you give your audience multiple freebies to download. And those other five people also give their email audiences five things to download. And your link would obviously be included in what they are sharing to their audiences. And so that would be a really great way to reach even more people versus just a one-to-one setting. Now, something I want to say here about doing swaps like this or any type of collaboration is you want to make sure that it's mutually beneficial. So you wouldn't want to reach out to someone who has like 10,000 people on their email list if you only have 500 people on your email list and be like, hi, let's do a swap. They're going to be like, "Uh, that's not going to be very valuable for me, right? So you want to find someone who has a similar audience size in terms of like email list. And I would say usually generally, not always the case, but most of the time, if their Instagram following size is a similar audience size to yours, then their email size would probably be a similar email size to yours as well. Again, generally, not all the time. There are some cases where people are bigger on other platforms like, let's just say TikTok, or maybe they have a blog or I don't know, something along those lines and they built their email list that way, but they have a smaller Instagram following. So there are definitely some outlying 
scenarios. I don't know if that's the right word. Anyways, okay. Find someone who has a similar size audience. (laughs) Number two, be a speaker at an event. So a summit, or sorry, I should say a summit, or I guess an event would work too, but a summit is a really great place to share your lead magnet and get exposure to usually a huge audience. Like there are summits um, that have like 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 people who attend. And there are summits in every single niche. Just type into Google what your niche is and then type in the word summit. And then you can find summits that way. There are some of these that are in person, but a lot of these are also virtual and you can share your freebie at the very end. Like I did this for the many chat summit and I got 260 new email subscribers by sharing my freebie, which was a ebook that I actually created specifically for the training that I gave inside of that summit that gave additional value based off of like the training that I gave. Hopefully that makes sense. I, I built an ebook that gave additional value on the training topic. That's what I should have said. Anyways, find a summit, be a speaker at a summit. Obviously, you're gonna have to like inquire and say, hey, I would like to be a speaker, all that good stuff. Some of these you can also get paid for and you can also promote a freebie, which is like a win-win there. Some of them you can just say, hey, I'll do this for free. And then in return, you would promote your freebie at the end, which is still beneficial because you're gonna be able to sell to those people on your email list. All right, number three, be a guest speaker in a group and promote your freebie. So this could be a paid group, like a membership or a program. Like for example, I've brought people into IG University as guest speakers and they've shared their freebies. Or it could even be a free group, like a Facebook group. And there are Facebook groups for literally everything. (laughs) No matter what your niche is, I promise you there is a Facebook group. Go do some research, find some Facebook groups. Um, Obviously, it needs to make sense in terms of like the Facebook group rules. Sometimes they say like no promotions and things like that. But as long as you're adding value to the Facebook group, I personally don't see any reason why um, they would get mad. But again, make sure you look at the Facebook group rules. I'm not trying to get anyone into any trouble or getting them kicked out of the Facebook group. But that is a really great place to be able to promote your freebie, provide value to that community, and also get subscribers in return. And I'm actually doing this in March with the No Shame Sales Game community. That's uh, the Instagram handle is No Shame Sales Game. And so I am going to be a guest speaker in that community. I'm going to give a training on selling on Instagram stories. And I'm going to be adding free value inside of that training. And then at the very end, I'm actually going to be sharing a lead magnet to get them to opt into my email list. So um, that's such a great way to get more subscribers and to just get your your name out there in general and provide value to people who are hot and probably interested in whatever it is that you have to offer on that specific topic there. Because if they're in a group, um, whether that be paid or whether that be free, like they're probably pretty dang heavily interested in whatever it is that they're in that group for, right? So that's number three. Number four is be a podcast guest. So promote your freebie instead of an offer at the end of the episode. Um, I would say most hosts, I personally have never been a guest on anyone's podcast that hasn't let me do this, but most hosts will let you share something at the end. They'll say like, hey, how can people connect with you? Um, What do you have to offer? Yada, yada, yada. And that's where you would want to really sell your freebie. And yes, I mean, sell your freebie. You're like, that's free. Wait, how do I sell that? sell it as if it were an offer, get people to get really excited and want to download that freebie. And then of course, make sure that the host has linked that in the podcast show notes. So instead of selling your offer, you sell them the freebie because 
Um, and this is just my personal opinion, but it's more valuable to get them, not necessarily more valuable to get them as a subscriber than a customer, but it's more valuable when you are pitching to an audience where you can't like continue to nurture them to be able to get them into your email list where you're then able to continue to nurture them, right? Because unless you're going to be a guest on their podcast again, um, there's not really any way for you to like follow up with them and like continue to nurture them unless they like start following you on Instagram or something along those lines. So I think that it's such a great way to be able to continue to nurture them and build a relationship with them through your email list um, versus just saying like, hi, here's my offer. Of course, some people are probably going to purchase that offer and that's great. But what about those people who need a little bit more time to be nurtured um, and be prepared to actually be purchasing that offer? Your email list is a really great way to do that. Number five is host a free masterclass with someone in an adjacent niche. So maybe those people that you did a freebie swap with are also open to doing a free masterclass. So to enroll in the masterclass, people have to share their email and then you and whoever it is that you collaborated with can both promote and offer at the end of the webinar. So that you could share like a paid offer that maybe you've co-created together. Um, you could bundle your offers together at a discounted price point. You could share different off, like you could share your offer, they could share their offer. So that's kind of like a another two-in-one where it's like you're collecting the emails to get people into this masterclass for free, but then you're also selling people on the back end of this masterclass into something that's paid. So you're getting emails, but you're also getting sales, hopefully. So that's something that's, again, a two-in-one that can kind of be fun there. And you don't have to create an offer that is a paid offer with this person that you collaborated with. If you want to, great. Um, But again, like I said, you can also promote your offers separately at the very end of the masterclass. All right, number six is share about your lead magnet in a call to action on your feed posts. Now, something that you can do to get more people to potentially enroll is to have the opt-in form connected to an email that is directly related to the content of the post. So instead of having like a curated freebie, like I was talking about, like a masterclass, a challenge, maybe a PDF, maybe you just have an email that is written to expand upon the topic of whatever it is that you talked about inside of your content. So an example would be if you have a reel on five meal ideas and your email then could include five additional meal ideas. And if they comment a certain word, then you DM them the link to opt in and get that email that then will deliver them those five additional meal ideas. So again, the meal ideas don't have to be like in a PDF and wrapped up and packaged all perfectly. It could literally just be an email with text that people can opt in for. Alrighty, let's pause this here for a second because I have the second of three keywords to give you for the giveaway. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about right now, make sure you listen to the last episode for more information. The keyword is made. M-A-D-E. Made. Okay, now back to it. I wouldn't do this all the time because it's a lot of work, maybe like one time a month, uh, but it could be a really fun way to entice people to subscribe if they're not super interested in whatever it is, the lead magnet or maybe lead magnets that you have created. So I had a one-on-one client do this last week, actually, and she gained 1,000 email subscribers from one post, which is super, super awesome. All right, number seven is have a pop-up on your website that collects an email and delivers a freebie. So my pop-up on my website, um, since I set up my website, I also, I can't remember when exactly I set up this pop-up, but 
when I set up my website, it's been just over, I'm trying to think of, wait, when did I set up? I think it's been almost two years since I've had my website set up. Uh, don't quote me on that. Maybe a year and a half. I don't really know. Uh, somewhere in between a year and a half to two years. That's what we're going to land with there. <laughs> but I've had my pop-up on my website for that amount of time and it's brought me in 6,500 subscribers. So that's a lot of subscribers. And if you have organic traffic to your website, like let's just say that your website is ranked highly on Google and you have a lot of organic traffic that way, or people are just tapping on your website from your Instagram account or other social media platforms. It's such a great way to convert those website viewers into subscribers. So that little pop-up on your website there. Eight, and lastly, when it comes to um, these strategies and techniques to increase your email list is have your freebie linked in the announcement bar of your website. So if you go to a website, and if you look at my homepage, you won't see this on my homepage, but if you look at the sales page for IG University or for the online blueprint, you'll see at the very top, there is a bar that says, um, I think my freebie right now that I'm promoting at the top is my 150 free hooks guide. And so you'll see that it's like the announcement bar at the very top. And you can get super creative with that announcement bar. I've seen people's announcement bars like scroll, people's announcement bars that have like a little button that says like tap here, whatever it is that you want to like get creative with. I think mine says like tap here to download 150 free hooks or something like that. So that's just another way outside of having like the pop-up on your website that you can get conversions that way too. And this is like a side tip, I guess like kind of a ninth tip here would be like at the bottom of your sales pages, like near like the footer. A lot of people will have an opt-in form right there. But what I see a lot of times there is people will say, opt-in for my newsletter. And it's just like a generic newsletter opt-in. Instead of having it be a generic newsletter option at that footer, have it be specific to whatever one of your lead magnets is because that's going to help to increase conversions there. So that is it for today's episode. I hope that these techniques and strategies uh, were insightful, that they were helpful, and I hope that you actually implement them. And if you do and you see results direct message me on Instagram. I would love to know how you are implementing these things and how it's working for you. Thanks for tuning in. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.